Ohio State is tired of hitting each other. Indiana, I'm not sure I would want to be you. Welcome. I'll see you guys later. To the Woody Hayes <laughs> Athletic Center. Uh, a Woody Wednesday. Bill Lannis and I am Austin Ward. Ohio State had its last availability with the Buckeyes. Last one of camp. Last one before a game. Saturday, 3.30 against the Hoosiers. And uh, I think, Bill, this team is fired up to go play a game against somebody else that's not wearing scarlet and gray. And um, when you combine that with a 30-point spread, that I don't know that I would want to be in Indiana's shoes. No, I don't think you'd want to be either. And I've been reminded throughout this week that I am probably giving Indiana too much credit when I say, like, hey, listen, man, it's a Big Ten road game. Better be careful. The spread keeps getting bigger. Um, Indiana's got a bunch of new players, and I think it takes time for that to, to gel. I have no idea what to make of that team this year. So... Yeah, it, it, it could get ugly. I think Ohio State would love for it to get ugly early, as we talked about earlier in the week. Like, these games typically don't go that way. But I think, too, if you stacked up where this Indiana team is with the other teams that Ohio State have played in these games, this might be the worst team that they've played in those games. So I, I think it could get out of hand. Yeah, I'm sorry that you got on that bus that I was driving, that it might get disjointed and wonky. I'm just, I'm just trying to be, like, fair, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they don't score 85 points in the first half of the opener, but maybe they will. Even when uh, Donovan Jackson and Josh Fryer came out to, to share the offensive line gospel with you on Wednesday oh. night, they still like, hey, what do you think about all the Tom Allen blitzes and what happened to Justin Fields a couple of years ago? Like, it's going to be something crazy, right? And they're just like, maybe. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. But I guess five, five guys in one mind is what I heard a lot from Donovan Jackson. So it doesn't seem like, like well, if we're in the right fits, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I mean, they, they're confident, that, that offensive line group. And you, we've felt that probably over the last two or three weeks. And, and Josh Fryer and Donovan Jackson sort of gave more voice to that on Wednesday night. Um, you know, I'll, I'll believe it. I, it's hard to really embrace it, I guess, until you see it. But the starting five has been kind of the starting five for, I would say, at least two weeks, probably a little longer than that. So they've had some time to gel, obviously playing against a very good defensive line. It's the line they play on, on Saturday is not going to be as good as the one that they faced for the last month, clearly. Um, there are some guys on Indiana that I think uh, worry is probably too strong of a word, but are, are interesting, have been productive at other places. Like they have a defensive end, Andre Carter, transfer from Western Michigan, who's a very good Mac pass rusher last year. We'll see if that translates to the Big Ten, but he could be a test for a guy like Josh Fryer, a guy like Josh Simmons. So there will be things to learn about the group, but yeah, they did not seem overly concerned with. Um, whatever exotic look Indiana might try to throw at them. That was the case a couple of years ago. It was not so much the case last year. We'll see how it plays out on Saturday. I'm not sure it'll matter very much. Okay, beyond that, what, what was the most interesting thing you heard on Wednesday night? Hmm, the most interesting thing. Maybe, I don't know, like Lathan Ransom, I think like trying to slow down the Malik Hartford hype train a little <laughs> bit. Like, like, yeah, man, like, well, he's good. We'll see. Stop asking me about him. Like, we're going to have a game soon enough. I think that's like kind of the vibe with, with everybody. As we've gone through camp, it's like, haven't we answered enough questions about this? I know I felt like we've asked enough questions about it. We're ready for a game. But um, that was coming through from the players, especially a guy like Lathan Ransom. Travion Henderson is like, I think if they blew the whistle right now, he'd be ready to play. Like, he's, he's pretty, pretty raring to go. So, um, to your point that you opened with, like, I know every team feels this way when the opener shows up, but it is maybe a little bit of a heightened sense of we want to go out and hit somebody else with this team. Yeah, and I think for Ohio State, it's because, like, these competitions and these position battles, like, when you look at a roster as loaded with athletes, like, there's no, you're not getting any breathers throughout training yeah. camp. Like, it's, it's physical. You make it through in one piece. Like, you're, you're looking forward to an opportunity to go play somebody else because most cases it's not going to be the same challenge that you faced 
day after day after day throughout August. Donovan Jackson didn't he said, well, there's some good people on Indiana's defensive line, but I've been having to block Tyleek Williams for the last two weeks yeah. since he got back. Like, I'm not enjoying that. It's not fun. <laughs> like, it is an iron sharpens iron situation, but it's also, hey, maybe Saturday might be a little bit easier than, uh, I don't know, a scrimmage two weeks ago. Yeah, I think they're, you know, having to block Tyleek, having to block Mike Hall, who we finally got to talk to on Wednesday night. Uh, he was... Everything we've seen of Mike Hall's, like, we watch him, he wrecks whatever you're trying to do in practice. And then, like, he wasn't asked that directly, but you could tell in the answers to his questions, like, he knows what he's doing. And he called himself, like, was relentless, I think was the word he used several times. Called himself a dog several times. Like, you want to talk? Savage. Savage. Any other variation of a guy who's just going to go out there and try to kill you? Um, that is that is Mike Hall. And uh, on the list of guys who are, like, ready to go out there and put it on the field and and – or having a tr- having trouble like hiding those kind of emotions, I think he'd be pretty high up on that list. Um, we saw that last year, the Notre Dame game, and then unfortunately, like didn't get to see it much after that. I know we saw Michigan State and a handful of others, but he wants to put that on display week after week after week, and it starts on Saturday. I think that was one of the most entertaining answers you could get. Mike Hall was asked, "Hey, you know what would it look like uh, if there's a healthy Mike Hall out there?" And he's like, "Notre Dame." Yeah, Notre Dame. You saw it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's not a great big mystery how much that. <laughs> impacts Ohio State when they have it and you know he and Tyleek Williams both had you know some slight you know bumps and bruises throughout training camp Mike Mike Hall expressed uh, no concern about that and Tyleek Williams I definitely took note of that the number of times that people brought him up not just Donovan Jackson uh, but Mike Hall and others like how how well they thought Tyleek Williams had been practicing and yeah. the uh, energy that he, sh- he has shown and the way he's pursuing the football if if that is correct that would be a pretty big deal. I would say, like, my my take on him throughout the month has been like, all right, well, the injury is a big, you know, not not a deal for him. He's admitted that there's been issues in the past with the work ethic and things of that sort. Like, I'd still like to see it in actual game situations and against teams that, you know, are not maybe just, you know, Rutgers or uh, Akron or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. if that does play to tr- come to fruition, you've mentioned this before, his skill set is really unique. It's yeah, it's rare here. I think to have a guy, what's he? And he's he's up too. He's like probably closer to like three twenty ish now. I think he was probably down a little more from what he wanted to be last year. And I guess that's a struggle with a guy like that. Like, what's the right playing weight? I think sometimes it's okay to be a little bigger when you're a, a kind of a freakier athlete like Tyleek is, and maybe you lose something when you drop too much weight. So um, it was good to hear. It was encouraging to hear that he's been noticeable in practice. One because I was just worried, like at the outset of camp, that like he was going to be out for a while. And it does seem like he's made his way, if not all the way back close to that. Certainly expect him to play this week. And, you know, it's the opener. I think he'll have a lot of juice in that game. I'm sure he'll play well. For me, it's more about, again, like stacking games on games on games. Like, can you be that guy in November and not only in September? Did you make anything of the way just a handful of teammates talked about the quarterback situation? I, you said yesterday on Tuesday in the Woody that you weren't. You were going to be done talking about quarterbacks, but guess what? <laughs> yeah, no, I figured that might be the case. No, I, I don't know. I think, I think probably like a lot of us, right? They're just, they're just, they want to see what it looks like, and they, they have a different vantage point because they have actually seen it in practice. But they all know too that it's different in games. Once, once it's live action and the quarterbacks can get hit, and they got to do a little bit of playmaking. Like those are still unknowns, and and certainly there's a lot of confidence. I think in both guys in this building, but from Ryan Day on down, I don't think you can be certain about that until they actually kick the ball off on Saturday. Right. Yeah, I think the only parts of it that I thought were interesting is that the number one thing that I feel like I get asked about in terms of Kyle McCord is, like, does he have the fire? It doesn't seem like in mm. the years past that he has taken the you know reins as a leader. I think 
part of the answer is it was C.J. Stroud's team. Yeah. That wasn't Kyle McCord's, you know, place to do that. Two, I thought in spring we saw enough of that emerge, the competitor side. Again, that's not a real game, and that's different to do in March and April than to go out and win a Big Ten game. But uh, something that Travion Henderson said that I, I thought was interesting, and again, only really be revealed on Saturday at 3.30, was like, yeah, he may not be the most expressive quarterback that you're ever going to find, but the way that he plays so cool and calm and consistent is stabilizing. I, I, I hadn't really thought about that as a flow, as a, a pro, a plus for a, a flow. That's what I'm going to call him, huh? a flow, flow. Um, moving forward. But kind of think about the names that Ryan Day drops, like Aaron Rodgers or, or Tom Brady. Like Patrick Mahomes, like, I, this is not by no means a comparison or ex- expectation that Kyle McCord will do the same. But, He's all of them. But are they, like, do they go out and, like, have the most exuberant press conferences in the world or, like, yeah. like do crazy things to celebrate every single first down? I mean, no, I don't know that that's necessarily what you would want your quarterback to do. I mean, you can go about things that way. That That's one way to do it. Like, Joe Burrow does that. Yeah. I, I think there are guys who, who do that. Other guys are a little more – stoic like i think of a guy like jalen hurts is like very serious right and like doesn't show a whole lot of his personality but also when you watch him play like no matter what's happening he's the same mm-hmm. and i think that that and, and jim Knowles like got into that a little bit when he was asked about the quarterbacks on tuesday he talked about kyle being sort of calm cool and, and collected like you said and i think that in its own sort of unique way can be frustrating for defenses like even if you think you're doing things to get to him like he doesn't show it and i and i think that's kind of what kyle is or that's that's my assumption but he's got a competitive streak too like it's maybe some assumptions are made about a guy who played on such a talented high school team and he was throwing to the guy who's over there behind us playing with the monarch machine again um like they were a dominant team and didn't face a whole lot of teams that were to their to their level and maybe you, you assume like oh he doesn't need to be competitive he had it easy and maybe some weeks that was true but I think that we saw enough of him in the spring and maybe less so in camp, but we also like saw two weird practices. So I'm not reading too much into that. Sure. I, I would look more at the spring and say like, he's got some juice to him for sure. I, I think maybe Devin wears it on his sleeves a little more. I don't care how you use it, how you display it, as long as you have it. And I think Kyle has it. Why is there not more competitive balance in the Philadelphia Catholic League? I mean, do you want to talk about how St. Joe's prep recruits? Cause we can, I mean, Kyle's from New Jersey. Yeah. And it's the Philadelphia Catholic League. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what else you need to know, but, yeah, you know, it's fine. Huh. People aren't going to enforce the rules. Why would you uh, adhere to them? Same huh. thing in college football. Interesting. Yeah, it's fine. No shade. I know their offensive coordinator. We go way back. Nice guy. <laughs> he's a traitor because he went to my high school and now he's there, but nice guy. Anything else you need to get off your chest about it? Nope. <laughs> Good. Just had to get – it's game week. I got to build, build going a little bit here. You know what else is – is steady the monarch machine just yeah. never misses a day just const- as long as you charge it consummate professional which we did see one day earlier this summer if you don't charge it it's not <laughs> going to show up to practice yeah. that's a little bit different uh than kyle mccord or devin brown but either way the opportunity for them to show what they can do uh, is fast approaching saturday 3 30 another day in the bank for ohio state another practice done it is almost time to get over to bloomington cannot wait thanks for joining us for some snappy jays on a woody Wednesday for Bill. I'm Austin. We'll talk to you later.